Stand by for Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with your host, Drew Kirby. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. Ah, uh, this is Craig Morgan. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Well, it's going to be another great show. We appreciate you coming in and checking it out. Now, if you've missed any of our shows, you can go and check them all out on demand inside our radio station app. Just click on demand and boom, there you go. You can listen to all of our episodes. We got Game and Fish. We're talking the approved hunting seasons. Uh, when you'll be able to find out about those. We've got Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and from True to Fishing, a new bait company. We'll talk with them coming up on the program. We do appreciate you joining us. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. Anything goes extra fun. Woo! My Country 95.5. Hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Thank you so much for joining us and coming in. It's Drew and with us, uh, Janet and Brian, as always, from uh, the Wyoming Game and Fish Department, where it's getting into a very busy time of year, Janet. Not that it wasn't before. But now the accelerator was just pushed. It used to be a time when we talked about, oh, we're looking forward to the winter because there's some downtime. Or, oh, summer's coming. We can get out and enjoy outside. But it seems like anymore it is 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And uh, right now we're just getting into the season setting final times. And, and it shows no signs of letting up. And Brian, you kind of had a pretty busy week. You were uh, out of town, I think, weren't you? Yeah, I was at the commission meeting this week, and and at the commission meeting, they actually set the seasons, so they approve all the seasons for all the the big game animals. So that's that's done. So those seasons, um, the actual seasons that will be printed um, this summer, and and uh, we'll be going through, you know, hunting this fall. As a reminder, Drew, um, this is kind of the finalization of. The process that we started clear back in March when, when we started talking to the public about, you know, here's what we're seeing on the ground. Here's what we're looking at for numbers of licenses that we're proposing for the times that we're, we're hoping to have seasons open and close and, and different things like that, that, that Brian's talking about in the season setting process. And we held something like 40 to 60 meetings across the state where we tried to get people's input and, and hear what they said and, you know, what we learned. And then the commission gets to make decisions. The commission will either agree or disagree. Uh, Brian, do you see anything that's going to be a surprise to people for this year? Well, I think probably the only real surprise is the number of licenses that were, uh, that we decreased in a lot of places in the state. Um, Antelope, especially um, statewide, I think um, throughout the state we dropped like eight thousand licenses. So there'll be eight thousand licenses less. Being also, I mean, the Type One licenses, what are any antelope licenses and the Dauphin tags that are available. So that's probably the biggest change. There's also quite a, a reduction in in deer um, licenses that'll be available, and that's really based on poor fawn production. Um, drought and um, some bad winter conditions that we've had the last couple winters. People can't really be angry at any of these results because you guys have opened the door to say, okay, let us know. Make sure that you're giving us that information. But if people don't tell you the information, you can't factor that in. 
That's that's certainly the case. We have public meetings. We also have the information, you know, online, so you can comment online. We try to make it as easy as possible for people to, you know, give us their thoughts, their ideas, calling us, talking to us, you know, attending those meetings, uh, commenting. That's extremely important, and and that has a lot to do also with how we set seasons because public input is basically it's the the wildlife of Wyoming are you know owned by the folks that live here, so. That's that's why we take that that uh, consideration deeply when we're actually setting the seasons. And that was something that was very apparent. We did hear a lot of, of feedback and comments, and the commission does, in fact, um, listen to those and make decisions. And so it is it is very important that while we try to base stuff on science as much as we can, we listen to the public as much as we can also. So now that we're to the point where they have been approved, and the numbers are figured in. What is the next step and what are the dates that we're looking for? By May 1st, all of that information will be entered, signed by the commission and ready to go up. So so we will have all of that information through our hunt planner. You have until May 31st to, to put your application in. And so there'll be plenty of time, still 30 days, to know the final numbers. A lot of places didn't change from what we proposed, and so you'll see no difference than what you will see when you first started looking back in March. Brian, I know you and I have talked about this before, but people that go and they look at this hunt planner and they go to the same places every year, that's at their disadvantage. Well, I think it is. I mean, certainly the most important thing is if you do go to the same area every every year, it's a good idea to see you know, when that season opens and closes, maybe it changed a little bit. And also probably the number of licenses available may be down because of reduced populations, farm production not doing very well. And and all that information is on that on our website on the Hunt Planner. And if people just want to call us on the phone and ask us or come into the office and just ask us about certain areas and even help um, apply for those areas, they come right to our office and we can help them out right here. So it, we'll make it as simple as possible to get the information that they need. And also if they need to get applied, we can help them out with that too. Get over, check it out, wgfd.yo.gov. And we, of course, have all that information in our app. More with Brian and Janet coming up in just a few minutes on Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. It's no Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Thanks again for joining us. If you have any questions for Game and Fish or for any of the guests we have, you can go into the app and uh, chat with us. It comes right into the studio, and we can uh, ask that question, get it answered for you. Uh, Janet, Brian's still with us, and we talk a lot about the education for hunting and fishing for kids and getting those kids out and into the field doesn't stop as soon as these kids decide they want to uh, to hunt or fish there's way more that goes into it to get the kids ready you're you're absolutely right drew we often have parents that uh feel like okay i got the license i put in the application by may 31st they drew a license they've taken hunter education boom we're ready to go but it is actually almost I don't want to say a lifelong, but definitely a year-long process to get your kid ready to hunt, um, to teach them the ethics. It's it's something that whomever the mentor is that is taking the, the child out, the child is observing and doing so much of what they're seeing that adult do. Yeah, and I think, you know, youth in general, having them be outside with you while they're hunt while you're hunting, so they can kind of see all the different things that are going on, so they're not, you know, worried about when they're going to shoot and, 
if they're going to miss and all that stuff. But just being there with you while you're in the field hunting yourself is, you know, before they even go in the field to do it, I think it's really important too, is just being able to see what's all up to it and everything like that. And uh, I mean, obviously you want to practice with whatever firearm you're going to use. So, I mean, that's something that repetition is all that's going to help you on that situation. Yeah, Drew, you don't want to bring the seven mag out and let the kids <laughs> shoot the seven mag, you know, at an antelope. I mean, get a gun that is appropriate size, like a two forty three or something like that. And if you don't have one, borrow one and take it out and shoot it and sight it in and do all that kind of stuff. It's just a training process from beginning to end. But that first hunt is extremely important, you know, so they, they feel comfortable and, and you know they're nervous and it's a big deal to them and, and uh, you want them to be successful even if you don't get a shot, but just to have a, a successful hunt by just being out together. I think that's really important too. And just be confident in their abilities. I think that that's, that's one of the main things. What's the appropriate small game to take a person on their first hunt? I think rabbit hunting is the best. It's one of those things where you're building, you know, the confidence in them that it's fun. You know, when you get down to it, I think it's being successful and having a good time. And I think that's a really good place to go. And I think the first hunt I took my son on was turkey hunting and um, saw a lot of turkeys and things like that. But it, it was pretty much through the, a whole day before we were able to get in a location where we could actually get one close enough to for him to harvest a turkey. But turkey hunting in the spring is is a really good um, uh, sporting event for hunting um, for young kids too. You're not going to find many kids that are dive right in. So like having gloves and having cleaning supplies is probably a good thing to have with you too. Whoever the mentor is that is taking a child hunting for the first time is the best judge about whether the child is ready or not. You know, I think you can kind of tell if, if you do have all the right equipment and they are out and they do um, harvest a rabbit and they are having challenges with that, maybe take six more months to become a little bit more mature before we made the decision that yes, you are able to, to understand what it is that you're doing. And so, um, you know, whoever's mentoring, being the mentor to the child, keep that in mind. You're the final say, don't get pushed, make good decisions because it will make a difference mm -hmm. in the long term about how they react to, to harvesting. And if it, concerns you or you're you know leery about taking them out talking to game and fish is one way to get ideas i mean that and that's why that you're there you know right that's part of it is the education part of it and i know that that we talk a lot about that because we're based here in casper and and we have an office that that's easily accessible but if you're out in smaller communities or you're anywhere else in the state there's a local game warden there's there's lots of folks out there um that you can talk to that that have experience. Of course, as always, you can reach out to Game and Fish. Uh, you can reach out with any questions here on, on the radio station's app. And very quickly, I want to throw in that the uh, Wyoming Outdoor Expo is coming up in just a couple of weeks. So mark that on your calendar and all the information and all the different options are up at the website, wgfd.wyo.gov. My Cutting Outdoors, My Country, 95.5. All right, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports is where we're at every week to kind of yeah, shoot the breeze and see what's happening here in the store. And, uh, Brian, you, you told me earlier in the week you got out to do some fishing. Yep, made it up to Alcova for the uh, maiden voyage of the uh, little boat out of uh, out of the uh, storage for the winter. So everything went well, except those walleyes uh, didn't cooperate so well, but caught plenty of trout. Are they still getting back at you after the, uh, the uh, walleye? 
Unlimited Banquet? Uh, yeah, probably. You yeah, all their yeah. friends? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great success. So, yeah. You know, we were just talking with Game and Fish uh, about some of the activities that are coming up with, you know, the free fishing day is coming up the first part of June. And uh, lots of fishing will be going if uh, the weather plays in our favor. And uh, getting kids out and getting the getting them equipment to get the lines in the water and starting them early is really a good idea. Yeah, we've got you know a great selection of stuff. Um, obviously, uh, the weather uh, leading up to this week was was a little bit sketchy, but looks like it's going to calm down a little bit, and it's going to be great to just get the kids out to the lake and or the river and uh, wet a line and you know just just be out in the open. If somebody their kid is showing some interest in in fishing, but mom and dad not a big fisherman, but what suggestions would you give them on a starter fish? You know, like a starter kit because I. Obviously, you know, getting a fly rod is not probably <laughs> idea for a, a young kid at first. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of young families and beginner fishermen kind of start with the old, you know, Zebco 33s, you know, the old push button, you know, uh, fishing pole. So that's a good way to start. And really, you can kind of go back to just fishing with a bobber and a worm. And uh, you can really be successful at uh, some of the small ponds around town, the Yesness Pond. And then there's the uh, the ponds over by the landfill. Uh, back behind Knife River, and there's quite a uh, variety of fish that are in those ponds there. Which is, it's a, an educational experience. It could be for the entire family. Right, absolutely. And, you know, it's, uh, YouTube's always a good resource for just, you know, bank, to learn different techniques for bank fishing, but you can always, you know, cast, cast and reel, and, uh, you know, the trout are, you know, generally pretty easy to catch with, a, you know, something like a Panther Martin or a MEP spoon, and that's just a cast and retrieve type of mentality, or, or you can get a worm and uh, a sinker and sit it on the bottom and sit in a lawn chair and enjoy the day. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the, the best part about Rocky Mountain Discount Sports is you don't have to be uh, you know, a world-class angler to come in and find things that you can use. Right. We we try to carry a lot of stuff that, that fits the, the masses of people, right? So we've got a little bit for fly fishermen, but really we, we focus on the beginner stuff for that, for that level of stuff. The uh, the guys that are more advanced on their fly fishing, there's lots of great fly you know specialty fly shops here in Casper, but you know for someone that just wants to you know soak a worm, put a bobber on, uh, throw a Panther Martin or a Paula, we've got lots of different options for somebody to start off. Things looking good for uh, for how we're going to be on the water this year. You know, the fisheries themselves, I think, are really good. You know, Game and Fish always does a really great job with stocking trout on Alcova and Pathfinder, Boysen Reservoir, that type of stuff. Uh, the walleyes, the, the people that I've talked to that have been down to Gray Rocks and... Um, Glendo, the the quality of fish is really good, and so I think we're going to see another really good year of uh, just great average fish. Um, the really big concern this year is really just going to be the water levels and how we're going to manage the water. And obviously, you know the, that the drought plays a big factor in not just fishing but being on the water in general. Yeah, navigating some of our waters, especially in Wyoming, there's, you know, some, some hazards, especially on lakes like Pathfinder that you really need to be aware of. Um, they're not marked, um, er, not marked very well. And, um, so just, uh, you know, having, you know, good maps, good graphs, watching what you're doing, watching the shorelines, you know, um, 
pay attention to that stuff and watch watch where guys ahead of you are going too. Uh, but there's, um, you know, that that's one of the the interesting parts about Wyoming is these reservoir systems. They they fish a lot differently than natural lakes that are you know stay at a fairly consistent level. So. Water goes up, water goes down in these reservoir systems, and the, the fish react, you know, accordingly. So being prepared for all of that, and of course you can come here and, and stock your, your tackle box. If, you know, you're kind of limited on supplies, you can get that. We have a great supply of fishing tackle right now. Uh, we, we carry live bait year-round, worms, and um, uh, minnows as well. Uh, so if you're uh, going to fish early spring for walleyes, you know, a jig and a minnow is a pretty easy way to take that. And then if you just want to run a, a, a slip bobber or some, some type of a bobber with a minnow underneath it with a hook, uh, that's always a good presentation. Well, if you have any questions about any of this, I, I really encourage you, come in here and check it out. Everybody that works here is knowledgeable enough to, to get you out on the water and enjoying yourself and your family. Yeah, now's the time. I mean, we've been cooped up all winter long, and the, the nice warm weather on the back of your neck feels pretty good. So grab a lawn chair and go enjoy some time. Come on by CY Avenue here in Casper. Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. Between hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Thanks again for sticking around. I'm Drew, your host. You can find out more about the show and listen to all the episodes on this radio station's app. Get over there and check that 24-7. We always talk to great folks in the outdoor, and that's why we do this show is because we love the outdoors, and then we give you opportunities to meet up with some folks that are truly lovers of the outdoor. And if you haven't heard of it yet, mark it down. Runs True Fishing is a new bait company that's based out of Idaho and love the Casper and the Wyoming area. John, you've been doing some tournament fishing already, and uh, how's that been going so far? Uh, it's been a great opportunity for me to learn, you know, from some of the best anglers out there. And, you know, it's just every tournament's a little bit different. You know, every water's a little bit different. The weather's different. Um, so I've heard it's been cold and windy there. So how, how have you been in Casper? What's new with you, man? Things are good. It's kind of heating up here this week, or it, it has been for a little bit. So Awesome, man. No, I, I loved Casper, um, you know, when I was out there for North Platte. Uh, walleye club like it was it was just such a cool town and that was my first time being in casper and so it was really um an honor to to be a part of that that banquet and and uh raise a bunch of money and so it was really cool yeah and you guys did some fishing that day too right yeah we did so we we went to glendo um i went with my my buddy andy i actually sold him my boat so he's got the uh the crest liner uh super hawk 17 foot boat now so if you see that out there on glendo that's him uh, but we, we tried, we gave it a good shot. We, uh, you know, bottom bounced a little bit. We snap jig, we trolled crankbaits, um, everything. We marked a bunch of fish, but you know, we just couldn't put them in the boat and, uh, you know, but it was a beautiful reservoir. Um, you know, I, I was really impressed with just the scenery there and, and the facilities and, um, it's, it's just, a, it's a special place. So Glendo is, is, uh, definitely a place I want to come back to for sure. And that's one of the great things about here. They, they put so much time and effort into the conservation and population of all species of fish here in, in Wyoming. It's so, it's so nice to see that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, you definitely, you see a lot of, um, a lot of people interested in hunting and fishing for sure in Wyoming. It's, it's easy to see it because you guys have, you know, some of the best opportunities out there. I live in Idaho. And, you know, we're, we're blessed with a lot of great opportunities ourselves, but I would say, you know, Casper's up there with 
any place in the country for outdoor opportunities. Oh, yeah. And, you know, being able to, to get around all the areas and, and use all the stuff that you're making is, you know, it's pretty good. It's easy for you to market it in if you know exactly how it works in that water. Exactly. So we're, we're trying to come up with tackle that's really unique um, to us and the way we like to fish and our, our tactics. And so, um, you know, if, if I if I don't believe in it, I'm not going to be able to, you know, tell someone else to try to use it. So um, we really want to, you know, have tackle that, that's going to help people catch more fish. And um, we, we think we've got that with Runs True Fishing. Uh, tell us a little of the background of Runs True Fishing. Where did it come from? How long have you been doing it? You know, really, runs through fishing started when I was a little kid, right? So I've, I've always loved to fish, and I've always been tinkering with, you know, different ways to, to fish better and catch more fish um, through making my own rigs primarily. So uh, I've been tying my own walleye rigs since I was a little kid and, you know, kind of translated that over to a business. And so um, started selling walleye spinners basically on Amazon in 2020 and we could not keep up with the demand. It was really strong and I had to, you know, hire help. And, and so we've got a team now where, you know, it's just one of those things where we're able to, you know, kind of um, grow with, with the demand. And, and so we're really blessed to be in this situation, but um, you know, it's really, it comes from a passion of fishing. We, we love to fish. And uh, my, my interview question for everyone is, is, uh, do you like to fish? Yes or no. And that's, that's the first interview question we have. That's an important part of your business there. You got to be able to fish and love it, right? Exactly. You have, you have to love fishing and, um, you have to, you know, what, know what a good lure looks like. And I want, I want the people that help, help us that runs through fishing come up with new ideas too. Um, you know, our, our business manager, Brian Emery, he's actually, he's came up with several ideas and, you know, it's pretty cool to see that, um, you know, and, and see that come to life and, and create a product and sell it. In an industry like bait, I mean, there's a lot of bait out there. Do you fish some of the other baits and be like, oh, okay, that's good, but I can make it better? Exactly. No, that, that's that's a lot of it. Um, you know, I, I really want to try to have something down there that's very different from um, other anglers that are fishing. And, and in fact, I don't I don't even like to fish next to anyone typically. Like, I, I really want to try to be away from the crowd and using different things. Um, but you know, there's certain things that, that never get old, right? I mean, jigs never get old. Bottom bouncers never get old. There's certain techniques that are tried and true. And, you know, really for, for us, like we want to focus on trying to put more fish in the boat. So if I have to hold my hand left and other hand right, you know, or, you know, do some sort of chant, I'll do it to, to put more fish in the boat. <laughs> if uh, folks are interested, which they should be at this point, and runs true fishing, what's the best way for them to experience your baits? Uh, where, where can they find them? Yeah, so people can find our stuff, uh, you know, in Casper right now at Rocky Mountain uh, Sports. We're also working on uh, Sean over at Wagner's, and uh, we're working on some some different options in Glendo for you guys. Uh, you can also find us on runstruefishing.com. We're also on Amazon too, if you, if you like to support that as well. So, a um, number of different ways to, to shop us here locally in Casper. Well, John, it, I got a chance to talk to you at, at the uh, walleye banquet and it was, uh, it was so nice to get to know you a little bit and really hope that we'll get a chance to maybe, uh, put some of those baits to work this year. Sounds good, Drew. No, it was an honor to meet you, man. And, uh, I had a great time at the banquet. And you guys are all a class act, and I look forward to coming back to Wyoming sometime soon. Awesome, John. Thank you so much. You can go check him out, runstruefishing.com. We've got another great show coming next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Again, if you have any information or you want to pass it on to us, you can hit us up in the radio station's app.